Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 459, the box office report for the week ending March 10th, 2019. Boom. I am very tired. Yeah, you've had a long week? And uh, oh, you've had a long week. I've had a long yeah, week. Yeah, you've had it's, a long week. Yeah, we've and had And then a, they stole an hour from you. I know. <laughs> so we went to Garth last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. And How then, was that? Oh, he's Garth. You know, yeah. he puts on a good show. I have no, but I've never was seen Was Wayne him. there? No, sadly. Damn it. But uh, it was a little, he was a little rough at the beginning. Just like, couldn't, when was the last time he toured? Uh, well, this is, it's been a little bit, and this is the first, this was the first night of his tour. You got a little ring rust. Yeah, and yeah. so oh, wow. when he first started singing, I was like, this doesn't sound all that great. Not <laughs> so, awful, but like, not like, it's my third time seeing him, and sure. I Thought he, you know, so he chooses St. Louis to practice his tour. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, he yeah, sold that joint out though, didn't he? Did seventy four thousand tickets nuts. sold? That's amazing when you have yeah. someone like that that's been around and just keeps keeps on trucking. Yeah, I don't think you could. Is there another act that could pull that off? That is oh. current. Seriously, well, I mean, he's. I don't know if I'd call him current. I guess anymore. that's true. I uh, mean, he put out a single, but it doesn't, doesn't do count. like what current acts do. I mean, what do you mean okay. like you two or? Uh, yeah, I, I guess you. I, mean, I don't even I know don't, if you two could do that. I don't think you two. When you two played, they, they played Scott Trade or they played the Enterprise Stadium. They were gonna play the yeah. stadium. It got canceled, but not because of them. Yeah, because there was racial unrest. And yes, so, there well, was in a... St. Louis. It's like <laughs> what's going to cancel a show here? Snow, rain, racial unrest, the riots. Yeah. We'll go with the riots. Stadium yeah. holds a good amount, though, right? Yeah, but a stadium setup is going to hold like forty-five-ish because yeah, they don't do the back. Yeah, because right. he because he did where the Rams it was used a tiny to play. Little stage. It was uh, it was a fairly decent sized stage, but yeah, well. but he uh, but he played where the Rams used to play, and it was in the round. So, oh, was wow. it? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's he's like, I'm show. getting every single one of these yeah. damn tickets I can he sell. Absolutely yeah. is. I don't he's, think I don't. I honestly don't think there's an act that could that hasn't been current. I bet you Taylor Swift could. Yeah, but she's still current. Oh, so I that, thought you asked for like, current acts. Yeah. Well, I, I I guess Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, because she does like back to back shows. Like she yeah. could sell. Yeah, that's true. I, I think guarantee she, there's a lot of artists that could sell out that are. Yeah, that she arena. she played there two shows and did back to back, but I don't think yeah. she did in the round. So that's going to shave off. Bet she could have, though. 
that's gonna shave off some seats. No, she didn't. She did when I worked there. She did. Well, this was at the dome, though. You didn't. Was she at the dome? The last time, she, I'm pretty sure she was at the dome and did two nights. I thought. Uh, I think she was at Scottrade. Oh, okay. Well, that, so like that's... her, her stage is standard stage, and then she would have one that like ran, like she'd have one in the back, right? So like, like she by would, the soundboard. Yeah, so she'd run around, the, like, do a little a little back, thing yeah. back there, and then come back to the front. But totally. it was definitely the only concert that I saw in the round was Metallica. And that did not do <laughs> seventy four thousand. No, and then uh, George Strait normally does in the round, but he plays arenas, not stadiums. So. There you go. So uh, we should probably go around the table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin, and this is Tom. Uh, just quick, some some quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, uh, rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. My okay. gosh, we are yeah. on a roll. I'm, you know, you're welcome, guys. I'm just <laughs> glad that I could provide some insight. So uh, this is from Z Creek. I like nice. it. K R double E K E. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, and the headline is Awesome Podcast. <clears throat> How did they spell the. <clears throat> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, A C H Flim C H M. emoji. Yeah. Uh, so they say, uh, love the podcast, love the point of view. I have gone back in the past year and listened to all. All of them. Oh, is that mathematically possible? When, so well, it depends many. on when he did it. Well, he said in the past year. Oh yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you can put on number one and just hit play while you're working. You know, like, eight ten hours. I a day appreciate easily. that you went back and listened to one through twenty. I appreciate they, they listened to one. They are bad. They well, are I don't know that they're bad, but one recording quality because we were figuring sure, it out. Sure, that one. We hadn't we levels hadn't, were all wrong. Yeah, I mean, it was not a good episode. Yeah, so it's unfortunate. I mean, I mean, it's also still because fu- I gave praise to Man of Steel. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, you would just, never <laughs> to put it in perspective. I'm averaging an hour an episode. They were those yeah. early ones. We didn't break start bringing but, these up until yeah, but uh, that's also true. But so that that's almost 19 days. Do it. Oh yeah, that's easy. I guess you could yeah. hit play and while you work 10 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, that would who's easy. working 10 hours a day. Well, I'm just lunch break <laughs> on, on the way to work, on the way back. To okay, work. I'll give you that one. Look, yeah, Joe, not right. everybody's as lazy yeah. as you are. <laughs> I don't think that's the where I was going with that. So, uh, more like eight. Uh, but thank you. Yeah, for the thank nice you so review. Much. And uh, if you would like to leave one, as we mentioned in the past, you don't have to write a big long uh, book. Although that's great if you do. So if that intimidates you, don't be. Just run on over and be like, love the show, five stars. These guys are good. We yeah. don't want them to run on over and say it because no one else will be able to read that review. <laughs> no, Ooh, they should. Good, we don't just care. have them run Postcards. on. Okay, <laughs> postcards. We'll give out Tom's address. So Joe will just transcribe it. Yeah, they run on over in the window. Love the show. Okay, hold on. <laughs> love the show. What What do you want your username to be? <laughs> <laughs> Winded nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what? To also, don't forget we have a Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers. You can go there, join the League of Show Shares. People who were kind enough to join the League of Show Shares this week, Brad Hyen, Brent Smith, Jason Weesey, Richard Lawson, Griffin Foxsmith, Julianne Jordan, uh, Chris Sanders, Tammy Sherman Powers, Travis Tewitt, Ron Johnson, Lane Levanway, Tom Comiskey, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Timmy Tuzunes, Chris James, Chris Magic Man, and Ralph Tribble. And of course, last but not least, our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you can get all sorts of bonus contents and maybe, maybe even find your way onto the show. That's right. And uh, coming up on the next show, uh, when we tackle Captain Marvel, we will have a uh, longtime listener, League of Show share, share, Sharers, members, ers, <laughs> and uh, Patreon <laughs> subscriber, Linnea Thunsell. Yes. Uh, she was 
She's very one of, she's one of the early adopters. Yes, and yeah. she was very patient. Uh, in the weeks and weeks <laughs> it took me to learn how to say her name, <laughs> so true. we appreciate that. So there you go. There is all of that. I guess we will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tom. And uh, number one at the box office: How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> with $175 million, Green Book. <laughs> uh, but no, of course, the number one movie of the week is Captain Marvel. The question is, by how much? Early estimates said 100 Weekend estimates after Thursday night said 150 Now we're looking at $175 million. That is a I mean, massive opening. That's up toward the top. I yeah. mean, we've had, uh, I think, Infinity War maybe was... Or, it was Infinity, either Black Panther around two hundred. I mean, them. they're both they were around two hundred opening. Yeah, they but had I mean, ridiculous opening. But for this movie, this is her first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is a character that came out of nowhere in this universe. Sure. All of a sudden, hey, wait a minute, what's this pager? Right. And then she's well, got no, they announced. They announced her I think before, he means within I, the storyline. Oh, sure, sure, people sure. don't know her other than this sure. pager, and then yes. she comes out with a movie. So and, how does how did does this do compared to Wonder Woman? Let's pit women against each I other. Am, I am I curious. That's like, always fun. Well, <laughs> this, well that, it's a fair question, though. So online, with uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff online. It's a lot of crazy and, stuff. I mean, we don't have... It goes without saying, the trolls are D-bags, and they need to go away. Like, that whole thing... They, so did Rotten Tomatoes actually delete yeah. a bunch of reviews? Yeah. Okay. But so... There's it's Which a whole, care, it, it would like take an hour to get into it, but those people are d bags whatever. There's just been a lot of discussion about you know female superheroes, women in film. International Women's Day was Friday, the release of this film and all that. Um, and so I, you, you know, think, I th- you think Disney paid for that? Has that has International Women's Day? I don't think that was just created. Disney was just like, we should get this out and release our movie on the same day. I think releasing it was a smart <laughs> yeah. uh, calculated decision. Smart. Yeah. But uh, so there's been discussion. Of course, there's people that love Wonder Woman, people that prefer that, people whatever. It doesn't have to be a competition, but I feel the two movies are trying to accomplish right. similar things. So it's a fair question to ask. Sure. Neither of them have to compete. Like it's not a this or that, but but it is relevant to, yeah. to see how they you know open. It there. would be interesting to see what that is given Marvel's track record going into Captain well, and Marvel. Wonder Woman is a much more established property, so you would Correct. think that Wonder Woman should do well, better just because it's a name. It's it's got a much greater name recognition yeah. than Captain Marvel. Well, so Marvel has established a brand. Yes. Marvel is sure. synonymous with quality, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Wonder Woman coming off of two, bad DC movies. Two, D, right. two bad so, DC movies. So, you know, you've got yeah. to keep all that Three, in, in consideration. So I think the fact that Marvel, uh, for Captain Marvel, tying into Infinity War Part 2, which is right. what I like to call it, tying into the universe and, and the bigger thing that's about to come out in a couple months, like that definitely gives it a boost. But uh, Wonder Woman opened to $103 million. That's wow. So it. $70 million less. Here's, here's the thing about Captain Marvel, though, is... In probably since 2003, Marvel Comics, the comic book, have put an emphasis on Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers has been front and center uh, in a lot of the Avengers books. She's had a lot of uh, solo series, more so than Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman kind of has that established role in the DC comic book verse, and that never really changed. But let me play devil's advocate, though. This $175 million? Yeah. 10% 10% might be comic oh, probably. books readers. So That's that probably really true. doesn't matter I, to the movie going audience. Like yeah. people turned out to support women in film. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so much going on and I, I appreciate the comics that she's been in there, but Marvel superhero movies and superhero movies in general have just become, well, well I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is not only has Carol Danvers gone front and center in the comic books, but I think that she, it with the animated stuff, I think she's in there as well. 
So that where Wonder Woman's not like Wonder Woman doesn't have animated. Yeah, like that Avengers cartoon. I think she's on that. Like there was Hmm. there was those runs of like. Ultimate Spider-Man, the Hulk, yeah. Agents of Smash, oh, okay. or whatever. Oh, okay, and I think there I was were thinking a, movies. Cause I'm no, like, no, 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 no. A lot of movie of the animated movies. She's in all of them. For yeah, the most I mean, part. Well, yeah. the Justice League stuff yeah. at least. But like on TV, okay, that is more accessible huh. to younger viewers as well. Gotcha. So I think that helps as well. Because I'm with Tom. Like I bet you, if you survey, I bet nine out of ten people couldn't tell you anything about Captain Marvel, but they could tell you. Wonder Woman's Diana. Sure, sure. She had a TV show. I mean, Wonder Woman is an established, Absolutely. established property. Maybe people went because they thought it was Captain Marvel was a dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I bet there was a lot of confusion. It, it, over I that. Mean, it would ex- <laughs> it would explain why Wonder Woman earned seventy five cents on the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, I think I really do think it just has to do with. I mean, not only the the stuff about women and the controversy and people trying to support women and all that, but I mean, it's the Marvel machine. It is the Marvel machine. It, this yeah. is it number twenty three or so. Yeah, I mean, in it, ten years, having that Marvel banner oh. and having the backing of Marvel and Disney at this point, like it's they could put out. They could Anything. put out Ant Man and the Wasp. Then You'd they go did, and I would go see it. Yeah, yeah. but I yeah, mean, they, they'd really have to crap the bed. I mean, big time for yeah, either big time or a, a few a few movies in a row. Sure, I think for people to to abandon them at this point. Yeah, and so I I think it really comes down to at this point they could pick pretty much any character from the Marvel universe, whatever we make got. a movie out of it. <laughs> And people yeah. at are least a hundred. People are going to roll with it. It's yeah. an event. Yeah. I mean, when a new Marvel movie comes out, you go see the new Marvel movie. Fill in the blank. Like it doesn't matter. Right. It's just, yeah. Oh, new Marvel movie. We got our Friday night covered. It's just become a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. It, it's what you do, right? And I, and I think it's a good idea that they've rolled it back a little bit, as far as like, like not doing as many yes. in a year. Like so four I think, in a year. I think four. In, even four three. in a year. Yeah, they when did, did that. they do four in a year. Well, I mean, maybe not in a year, but at least like I feel like Iron Man, Hulk, and Iron Man Two and Thor were really. Yeah. It may yeah. not have been the same year, but like they were really. Yeah. Close they were like to each other. maybe not the same calendar year, right. but like within a year, yeah. within three sixty five. Yeah, I, I think if I remember right, like yeah. they were cranking them out, and then they've. Scaled I do feel it like back. there was a period where we were almost getting one a quarter, and I think it wasn't wow. helping that we were getting X Men movies, we were getting sure. Marvel movies, DC movies, we were getting uh, Fox Spider Man movies. Like it was. We were inundated yeah. with comic book stuff. There was that Condor Man series there on was. Crackle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think that, that since Marvel has scaled theirs back to at least... I even think three's a little much. But... Oh, I yeah, I wouldn't you, do more if, than two if you do, If you do like a... Like this one, like a March, and yeah. then we have a May, and then you have a December or November, I feel like that's reasonable. I well, think and I, oh, I think it helps, too, that like... That because it's a Disney property... They can back. They can back off. Sure. Right? Like they have to give themselves room now for a Star Wars movie. And, oh, absolutely. And for, a, and for like a Disney, like two Disney animated pictures. Right. right. And, they want to compete with their own. Right. Money. Like, so, yeah. so they have they have to give themselves breathing room. So you know, I think initially it was like, hey, we need Marvel to make three or four movies a year. Right. And now they're like, you know what? We can do two. Let's not kill this cash cow because we've got. Five other cash cows. Yeah, we've got Frozen Two coming right. out, or yeah. you know, the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, we could do a Toy Story Four or a Frozen Two, or you know, like they Sprinkle have on the Star Wars. Yeah, and... throw in a Star Wars for good measure. Even if it stumbles, we're still going to make seven hundred million dollars, <laughs> right? Right, internationally, and you know, it's so it's well, that's not true. The Star Wars movies don't do as good internationally. They they rely on that domestic box yeah. office. 
So yeah, um, huge opening for them. 175 estimated. I wouldn't be surprised if it keeps going up, but those are the estimates we have right now uh, toward the end of the weekend. And uh, it's already made over 127 million overseas, even before final estimates. So does it have a budget? I'm pretty sure they ha- it has a budget. I don't see it though. That's my question. <laughs> yeah. They threw it into Infinity War. They're like, <laughs> on the side here, can you just film this and like it's roll budget. it into Yeah, it's fine. Was Infinity it's, yeah. Yeah. War. You're looking over $300 million opening weekend worldwide. Doing all right. Uh, Wonder, I mean, Wonder Woman ended up with $800 million plus uh, at the worldwide box office. I'm so. showing a budget of 152 Man, that's low. Okay. That, I was going to say, that seems a little light that for a Marvel movie. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. I think it seems light for a Marvel movie. I think it sounds right for this one just yeah. because it, there, there's a lot of just kind of... Uh-huh talking and hang you know what i mean it's it's not like uh it's not like an avengers movie where it's just like insane non-stop special effects like and you've got a lot of talent fees in an yeah. avengers movie that, that is you true don't have yeah, you've got sure three four yeah, yeah absolutely one well, you know they get uh, samuel jackson's i'm sure umbrellaed under his right. 45 oh that's deal. true that's yeah. true they're just like they we'll just get, have we'll get, he's got a punch card yeah, right. and they're just like He's like, can you punch these off a little faster so I can get paid again? Like, I would like a new contract. I'm sure he's doing all right. You need me back? All right. He's like, I. you know what? We'll get into it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, good for that movie. We'll, we'll get into that one next episode, as Joe said. Number two, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. So the third movie and the uh, conclusion to the trilogy. Uh, go listen to that episode from a couple weeks ago. It made an estimated $16.4 million. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so 45% drop. It's up to $121.7 million. $300 million overseas. So wait, wait. Captain Marvel made how much in its first week? 175 Worldwide? Oh, 300 And what did How to Train Your Dragon make in its third week in release? 400 okay like that's i mean the fact that captain marvel came within a, a ball hair of of an established super popular <laughs> in one franchise. week yeah oh i mean yeah it, we said it like when disney bought marvel for four billion and then they bought star wars for four billion it's like those are deals i, right. feel, I feel like the marvel deal back then was could it like that one made more sense as far as like that's not exactly a steal but you know, it's it's a it's a it's a decent bump for Marvel. The Lucasfilm thing was ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. But like, the Marvel did nothing had been established yet. Yeah. You know, like you had Iron Man. I don't think that they had was Avengers a Disney movie? Yeah. It was? Yeah. Okay. But Iron Man wasn't. Okay. I don't think Iron that's Man Paramount. was and I don't think Paramount Hulk was did, uh, Hulk was universal. Yeah. And then th- so somewhere in that, I'm pretty fr- sure Avengers. They, maybe they didn't. I thought they bought it when Avengers. I thought so too, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's. Geez. But what I'm saying is, like, it's been ten years now, which is crazy. Know. You know, there for, was no established. Like they hadn't yeah. established themselves yet. But the potential that is I true. Mean, when they saw what Iron Man was doing, when right. they saw that. Plus, you had Spider Man. Plus, you, you had X Men. Didn't have X Men. No, no, no. When they saw what comic book movies were doing, oh sure, I said, sure. Plus, sure. you had those two. I got you. When you see that, and then you say, "We can buy this with all these characters," but like they're smart and yeah. they did it, and they make it back in one. You know, That's, each of these big movies makes a billion, right? One point five billion, like not including. It's you just know, crazy. They've they've made their their money back. And oh, and merchandising. Some. Yeah. Oh, That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's so many toys and stuff and something like this. Yeah. Like with the Lucas stuff, I'm pretty sure they made back that purchase within a year on toys. I think. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's just for um, sure. Dude, Lucas, Lucas, comma George, when he made that deal <laughs> back in the day with Fox. Oh, where he was like, I get the toys, I you get, get the, the movies. Oh my! Yeah, yeah I, I own the property and the toys, and you get the mo- you get to make the money on these VHSs. He's or like, yeah, like, go for it. Uh, <laughs> 
it's just amazing. <laughs> I love that. Mer- like we could do a whole podcast on that with Jack Nicholson and Batman. Oh and Lu- yeah, Lucas. He's I mean, still getting paychecks for Batman. Yeah. It's just fascinating to see. Like sometimes when you have these agents and you make these uh, deals, that, it's like the that that series on Netflix. Is it the the, the toys, toys that made love? us? Oh, the ta- toys that made us. Love oh it, man, yeah. such a great series about. You know, He-Man and Barbie and G.I. Joe and all that Star Wars. Like, each one of those episodes really is like a little documentary. Oh, yeah. They're solid quality. Each one is the level of, like, you know, if you were at a film festival and one episode was up there as a documentary, you'd be like, that was awesome. Yeah. Really well made. Very well made. They keep, I think, they did a second season, and I think they're working on another, like, that's a popular series. I need to get those DC's toys. That's what I need. There was, oh, there was like a DC superhero, like superpowers line. Yeah. And then there was like the Marvel Secret Wars line. <laughs> oh, that, that, those were my figures first. It's a lot of retirement money sitting around there in people's basements <laughs> yeah, that they no might kidding. not even know yeah. about. As long as they're in the box. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, how, to, how to Train Your Dragon 3, though, over $400 million. And, and was this week? This week three, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, doing well. Uh, I, you know, go listen to that episode. I think it was a good conclusion. Um, you know, they're getting into some competition here, though, especially, you know, with this. And they're going to start picking up on, on more kids' movies and oh, stuff yeah. going into the summer. So, um, we'll have to see where it ends up compared to the other ones. But, Sony is chomping at the bit to get a, a Spider-Gwen movie out before the oh, end yeah, of the I mean, year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially with that Spider-Verse stuff. Like, yeah. with that kicking off who knows how many spinoffs. Yeah. <laughs> And, Nobody knows, and it'll be interesting. And I guess they'll keep the same animation. I've never really uh, thought about it. Why would you change it? Right? I, I mean, yeah, I think you almost have to, right? Because yeah. they've kind of said. It. It's I just, mean, it could, was so unique, and it'll be interesting if now it's like that's how Sony does the animation. Well, right? I, I'm wondering, like, that's what Miles' world looks like, or well, that Gwen, was my question. Gwen, if they would keep Gwen's it, because, world looks like this, and, right? Because yeah. Spider Ham looks so different. Like, right. I was wondering, would would the different properties keep the Spider Verse animation? Um, because I could see them changing it, but also it's so good. Like, yeah. I don't want them to. No. So, uh, but I also know. Uh, if you go watch the special features, that Spider-Verse, I bought it on digital just to get it two weeks early. It is packed with special features. And the behind-the-scenes stuff, like how long it took them to make one frame of that movie, one scene, you know, to render it all and everything. Right. Unbelievable. That's, and that's just, well, I'll touch on it briefly, is that's, I've been reading comics since I was old enough to read. Mm-hmm. You're not even old enough, old enough to look at a picture and follow it. Mm-hmm. So like 17? Either, give or take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say like 21. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was trying to give you the benefit Thank of Thank you very much. Yeah. And... Growing up, it was always a white guy. It was a white mm-hmm. guy. Right. Always, my entire life. So the fact that in this current climate, we have Miles Morales, Wonder Woman, Carol Danvers, uh, Monica Rambeau, maybe. We'll get into that in the next episode. But you have all of, you have different Blade, you know, all of these different characters coming from different backgrounds. Like, that's what makes, that's what comics, that's what comics are. Yeah. Like, the hashtag comics for everyone is a, like I love it. Absolutely. Comic books. I mean, the protagonists in comic books have always revolved around someone who was an outsider. Yes, and or at least one from the Marvel age forward. Yeah, I would say know? so. Even um, Superman to an extent. Yeah, I as, guess as it's a different the, kind of the, outsider. Yeah. But I guess I always think of more of like a weakling kind of outsider. Sure, sure. Um, but the Marvel stuff certainly Stanley right. Rogers oh, characters but, to be. Yeah, and and so, but yeah, f- so for years though, it was like that's what it was a. That's that's always what those storylines have been about. So now right. they're just bringing in people who are outsiders, quote unquote, for a myriad of reasons. Absolutely. Instead of just the nerdy white guy. That's what comics were about. Yeah. And you're exactly right. And I that's that's all I'll say on it, because I, I have I have very strong feelings about the people who are anti, oh, you know, and I, that's that you can follow We've me on, some strong you can follow me on Twitter well. to know how often yeah. I will target those. I will target those people for saying stuff they're, that it's garbage. They're too dumb to realize that they're everything they claim to hate. Right. Yeah, like, that's exactly it. You're, you're, you're like at, that, at some point you're the you're 
you're reading Spider-Man and rooting for Flash. Yeah, they they forgot <laughs> they forgot good. why yeah. those characters became Thompson. popular. What's that? Thompson. Right. Yeah, not the they, Flash. They, well, yeah, well, that's a different universe. Yeah. Come on, they don't know that. Yeah, let's they, be honest. They, uh, but they're forgetting that they love these characters, and these characters became popular for them. I d- Stan Lee created Peter Parker, the nerdy white guy that had trouble with school and being picked on, and to get the girl and everything, so you could relate to him. Yeah, and, at and the time that was a radical rep. That was oh, an yeah. example of radical representation. You, you didn't look, see like you know nerds no you in. saw you saw barry allen you saw clark kent right. bruce wayne hal jordan like you saw these big white you know all-american white dudes and then you get peter parker who's the skinny 98 pound weakling right who can't get the girl can't yeah. talk to the girl super awkward and then he gets all these powers it's it, and now look at today and now you have other people that are underrepresented yeah. and their voices aren't being heard and then you John Q. Neckbeard or in your basement yeah. saying they're trying to take oh, this away from, from away me from and it's me. like that was you like your voices were not being heard I mean that goes Tom, into her, Tom that, grew up with comic books I mean you know when comic books were super uncool like you know yeah. what I mean? today but but <laughs> yeah, now we true. get to live in a world where comic books are awesome right so like those people that are complaining, well, they were always awesome they no, were but those people that are complaining like their world was changed and now they get to enjoy it now you've got these other people that want the same thing and you're gonna take that it's, away from them it's, it's all you know like the x-men were created as a uh a look at homosexuality yeah. and things like that and well that guy that wrote the original book that he stole all that <laughs> from. Right. what a great jo- joe, so and I, joe and so i joe and i comic-con real quick i think so we great. told the story but, so that, but yeah, some so guy was, yeah. was at comic-con and had the nerve to ask you know 93 <laughs> year old stanley well there was this other book that no one's ever heard of right. you know in parentheses here uh that blah 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 said this that did you have any in- did you read that when you created them and and he just was you know smart as a whip went on to reference it brought it back around but anyway great Take a stab story. at this guy and it's just yeah. and i saw people online who were just like no 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 that's not what the x-men were about and it's just like that's exactly what they were yeah. about like there's a whole there's a whole amazing uh graphic novel this one was a graphic novel it was uh <laughs> god it was god loves man kills like it was this chris claremont um brent anderson did this oversized book and that's exactly what it like they use the n-word in this book like they call uh kitty pride like it because it's there's there's a group of like people who hate mutants who also who are just they're they're just a racist hate group yeah. and the Kitty Pride is Jewish and they oh, take, yeah. they take shots at gotcha. Kitty Pride for being Jewish I mean, they the take shots at Storm mutants, for being it's that's what being a mutant you know being an outsider being someone that's different I mean that's exactly that's what, exactly yeah. what that was about well and you know and I follow Griffin Newman from Blank Check on Twitter and he oh, always has great things to say Newman. but he uh he uh, retweeted someone that was you know taking shots or whatever the X Men he's like the X Men are literally a group of social justice it warriors was Ethan Van Skyver was it yes he said they're literally a group of social justice <laughs> like what are you talking about yeah it's, that's it's that's the that's yeah. the threat i was talking about and that's the guy that's the guy what a i seriously i knew nothing but yeah. last week joe mentioned him yes. you know this person i didn't know who he was but that's funny uh, that's that my point and i and like, i think oh. i retweeted i was like he made a comment about how much money it made and i was like it's a shame that this you know scumbag will never do anything yeah. that is as important or influential as this movie and it was just like oh, oh so that's all yeah. i'll say you know i like i said if well, you want to follow me on twitter plenty, you'll see it all like i, I don't hold, pull my punches yeah absolutely well we'll get into more of the, the captain marvel stuff and all that next week but how to train your dragon doing quite well coming in at number three tyler perry's a medea family funeral 12.7 millions a 53 percent drop 46.2 million dollars no budget but i think you know i mean he just goes to his bank withdraws what he needs <laughs> right. and then makes a hundred million dollars so i mean 
before this weekend there was about a 40 million dollar estimate small overseas number so not doing huge things over there but yeah i can't imagine this thing isn't making a ton of money so as they do it's i mean it's also good counter programming yeah definitely um number uh hold on here that was a weird jump it it went from uh three to five on one of these pages i'm like coming in at number four the lego movie two the second part made 3.2 million so guess uh captain marvel is still (laughs) all their money on that one and dragon and dragon (laughs) oh certainly yeah so um you know it's it's kind of crazy to think the lego 2 movie is going to be out of theaters here before long i mean it can't last much longer i wouldn't have thought that it would have made less than how to train your dragon 3 yeah that's what i mean i with the first one and how successful it was it really is a head scratcher we talked about it before i mean we have our theories but it's still it's crazy to me that it would do this poorly 96 million dollars domestic is its total so far 63 overseas i mean this <laughs> movie's doing nothing for what know, it is I yeah. mean, right i'll take 150 million but i mean the lego movie the sequel to the highly successful well, spawning massively a series successful. yeah it's it's uh it's just crazy so uh anyway so we're we're just you know around the 170 million mark worldwide as it's you know quickly getting out of the top 10 here so we'll see what that does number five alita battle angel alita Three point three million dollars. There's a fifty-eight percent drop. Seventy-eight million dollars domestic for that one. Now, are you ready for the worldwide? Yes. Yeah. I we am. talked about this and and the different countries that are estimated to alone save this movie. Yeah. So before the final estimates for this weekend, it's already made two hundred eighty-five million overseas. Good lord. So it's it's after this weekend, it's going to be up over three hundred overseas. Uh, so with the domestic take, I mean, we're approaching 400 million on a 170 million budget again it's it's not setting the world ablaze but they're making their money back it's not one of those flops like you know how did this happen it's right. making you know it's gonna make its money back and if it continues to do so well overseas like you know there's a slower roll out there because in china they're limited to the amount of movies that they can release over there and they have all you know they want to show their movies in theaters and- i also really think that this one has more passion behind it than ghost in the shell Oh, absolutely! Like the, you know, go to me. I like I said before. I think go. I feel like Ghost in the Shell was just like, what property do we own? Ah, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Fine. I just, do feel like Ghost in the Shell was kind of and you know like the Americanized take on right. the culture. Whereas this, this you one can tell, felt like more of the. Yeah. There's a passion, but you can't tell. There's a love for the yes. property. Yeah. Right. I mean, I enjoyed Ghost in the Shell. I know I'm pretty much alone there. Like I enjoyed it. It's not perfect, but this movie you can just tell that there there is that passion. Right. So you can appreciate right. that. So I I guess we'll be getting a. Alita Battle Angel Liang. What is that? That's how you say two in well, Chinese. Did you, just, did you just do that just now? I Googled it. I mean, it. that's fair. It's yeah. a solid joke, but you do have to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, bravo for taking the effort. No problem. That. I mean, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, I mean, that's impressive. So, is, you know, when there's long periods of silence, I'm not always peeing. <laughs> sometimes I'm, I'm Googling other stuff. Sometimes I'm Googling how to get the punchline right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes, uh, $400 million on a 170 so far. We'll see what that continues to do overseas. Number six, Green Book, still making money, uh, $2.8 million, uh, brings it up to $80.3 million total domestic, a 39% drop, and uh, it's actually made $126.9 million overseas. I didn't realize there was yeah, such a... Yeah, I noticed that the other day as well, and I was like, well, that's more than I would have thought. Yeah, it's a 61 you know, or let's say a 62 38% split right now yeah, overseas to, I mean, that's very surprising. I, so anyway, I I mean, good for it. I it, it only had a twenty three million dollar budget, so clearly the Oscar buzz and the Best Picture win, yeah, helped it out there, uh, and is continuing to do so. But up over two hundred million worldwide. That's I mean, good for it. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't have a hate for it. I you know I, I know hate, people I, on the board mentioned see, yeah, the other day, yeah. and like 
first of all, we criticized it before we saw it. And I don't mean criticize like ignorantly, but yeah. what I mean is we thought what it was going to be. We didn't right. know the story. We hadn't seen it. So we thought what the trailer sold us, like this is what it is. Um, but I mean, when we talk about the controversy and all that, like when I was explaining to Joe, like why I think people are getting outraged and I talk about the white savior, that's perception. I'm not saying, I'm not debating I'm not saying it is this and it's horrible. Sure. I just mean people are perceiving it as, oh, the white savior and it's just another one of these stories and all that. But I mean, at the end of the day, when I saw it, I really enjoyed it. Like I laughed a lot at it. I thought it was funny, heartfelt, and I didn't have the problems everyone else did. Do I think it was best picture? No, but I think that it was a solid movie. Sure. So, I mean, I don't, I don't understand the hate. I, I think I, people love I, to hate. That's I, it's I just, think that people will manufacture any sort of outrage they can yeah. just the, so they have something to say. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just sitting here like, well, at least Bohemian Rhapsody didn't win Best Picture. <laughs> I mean, if you like I mean, it, that's fine. But I'm like, God, that th- thing was winning every award. That up had until- no business. <laughs> you know what? The only award that had business being up for was Best Actor. He, yeah. he deserved to be in the running. In the uh, running, I, yes. yes. Do I think he should have won? No. I st- but <laughs> Man, I, <laughs> I think yeah. he'd absolutely deserve to be. Cause you, you deserve a nod. For yes. That, yeah. And I think yeah. also you can add, sure, does Oscar winning uh, Rami Malek look good, you know, on your oh, on your poster? Oh, of course. Well, whoever, yeah. But I also that, think yeah. Academy Award, you know, Best Actor nominated, you know, that also looks just as good. Oh, sure. And most people don't. The consumer that goes by and sees the little oscar and the name i mean nominated in in nominated in stephen baldwin font (laughs) academy award and alec baldwin (laughs) font so um but anyway but the whole point is to at the end of the day what you have to remember fine listeners is that if you like a movie that's great we all like a lot of movies that are not considered quote-unquote good right there's a lot of you out there that don't like hackers i'm sure a lot of you that don't like monster squad <laughs> well, a lot of wrong. people that don't like Ford Fairlane. what i mean yeah well okay but you know it's there's like, a contingent of us what <laughs> at the end of the day a film critic's job is to criticize film based on their knowledge their experience their their education i mean it's our job to do this, but at the end of the day, if you like a movie, we're not taking that away from no, you. Heck no, heck, at all. Like, love what you love. We all like our deep fried tacos. We all have them. So, um, you know, but it is our job to say, well, this wasn't. We don't think this was good, and they could have done this better. But we're not saying like, if you like it, then you're, you're crazy. Wrong. Yeah. So, well, there are some things where it's just like, well, they're not mutually exclusive, but. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but that's my. Yeah, no, uh, I think that's thank totally you for coming legit. to my TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. Um, I well, I've been calling him Kevin all these years. <laughs> so we just started rewatching uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah. And we got to the episode where they introduce uh, Jared. Right. And he's like, that just he didn't even know mine. He just started calling. My name's Ronald. <laughs> I've just always gone by Jared because that's what he called me. I need to watch. I need to keep watching. Oh, it. I so started good. it, you know, and especially based on your yeah, uh, so, recommendation. So it is really funny. It's one of those things that you just I stopped watching, got busy and for no reason, just like just There's didn't pick so it up. many shows anymore There's, because oh, then ridiculous. umbrella academy comes yeah, out yeah. and then these documentaries come i end up out, binge then... watching just because i'm a fr- if i i'll forget <laughs> to go back to <laughs> right it. that's what i'm like, saying I'm like yeah. i gotta knock it out now or right, it's right, top right. Of mind. right because your cue and i mean your cue from all services whether it be movies books tv like it just it's growing it's so endless ex- yeah and tom and i talked off air about this the other day where i'm just trying to wrap my head around the business model of these streaming services because they are throwing so much money in and for example and i believe we did talk about this off air too is like bird box huge sure. movie biggest viewership of any netflix movie memes about it all day long for a week and then <laughs> who talks about bird box now yeah. so what did they gain for paying all that money and all the publicity and stuff like 
I mean, do people you think, enjoyed do you think it, somebody would even subscribe? Like, also, who doesn't have Netflix at this point? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's a few, very small. Amount. Yeah, and I mean, if you're if you don't have it, you're stealing it. Like yeah. you have somebody else's login info. But is Bird Box going to make you subscribe if you aren't already? Right, right. But I also get they have to continuously put out content. Also true. Or you'll be like, I'm going to get rid of it. I'd like, I, there's, I haven't seen later. anything I cared about in a long yeah. time. Right. You know? No, totally. But the but the point is, though, is like you you get these movies, but then they dump 50 others in one month and they're yeah. spending you know something like $2 billion right. a year or whatever. And so at the end of the day, it's just. It is a head scratcher, like to understand how are they justifying or deciding the Disney one is the head scratcher. Why is that? Well, if they're going to release, they've got the catalog, which is fine. Yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's the difference. It's just sitting yeah. there, but and I mean, they can unload would, it. Wouldn't you just want to? If it were me, I would say, okay, at launch day, we're going to have twenty, like whatever. You know, you're going to have your list of things, but don't release everything right away. Well, I'll give you two reasons, and you can go ahead. Oh well, I think. Like I know that they're saying that it's going to have every movie, every, you know, every Disney movie ever made. Yeah. Obviously, it won't because there are some that they're they're never going to put you, on. Do you think that you don't think that ever will? No, not on that streaming service. It's certainly a not on the friendly. streaming. Yeah. If okay. you ever see Song of the South released, it's going to be how they used to do those Disney tens. Yeah. Oh, sure. Where it's going to be really a boutique, sneaky, a sneaky and one. It's going to be designed for cinephiles. It's going to be a Criterion and, level, and it's going to be it's going to yeah. be expensive, and it's going to be a lot of like let's look at this in historical context, and gotcha. you know what I mean. It's going to be something like that. Yeah. But um, I have a beautiful restoration of that movie. I have a film original film print upscaled in four K, Blu Ray. Amazing quality. Someone went through and did it. Where did you get that? Um, the internet. Someone found oh. like the best living original print of Song of the South. Scanned it in 4K, color correct, all this stuff. It's ridiculous. Like you know, Star Wars restorations sure, when they went from sure. VHS to DVD to then seeing the Blu-rays and like the jumps that they made. Like that movie, the quality of it, like it's crazy. So it's out there, and there's a there's amazing versions of these out there. So if they ever decide to do it, it's just pulling the trigger. And what they have to combat is the the controversy and yeah you know the they have to outweigh oh well is is releasing this for historical do you, do you release it with, you know <clears throat> like a commentary track from somebody who is an activist you know yeah, yeah. it's a it's a lose-lose situation yeah though. so that's I mean, why i think if you ever yeah. see it, it'll be something like that yeah. but my larger point is i know that their push right now is that it's going to have every disney movie ever made blah, right. blah blah and and i think that will be for the most part accurate but i also think that or can't help but point out they've never uh they never said it's always going to be that way right that's so true they do that at the beginning they get you in and then i think you'll quietly maybe start seeing titles get pulled and then and then maybe they'll go to back like into the, the vault yeah so go back to the circulating them in and out yeah in order to to, to kind of jump start it's a valid concern i don't think they will my so here's my two points on why i think they will release everything and probably keep it that way Number one, they want a jump start of subscribers, right? Well, uh, well and that'll do that. that right, right. Yeah. I mean, so that's point number one. So, like, they want their stock to go up. They want to make millions and millions, tens of millions, day one in the bank, whatever. And then um, number two, I think that they're going to be asking for 15 bucks a month. I don't think it's going to be seven ninety nine like, like Hulu. I, have, I even feel like 15 bucks a month is reasonable. No, I do too, but yeah. like they have to justify that because they're Disney. They can charge 15 a month as opposed to Netflix's 12, which sure. used to be 10. Hulu with with ads is 7. They can charge 15, but they want to keep you every month and they want to justify it. So I think that by they're going to get more per month by releasing that whole catalog. 
and it's just sitting there. I mean, they have such yeah, that's, a that's ex- valid expansive collection. Um, but I think people would be really hurt by the bait and switch of that. So valid. I mean, it could happen, but I yeah, think I, I'm not people, saying it's going to be six months from now. Totally. But, uh, but I could see down the road when, when well, eventually it changing the, once when, yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. three years out. Yeah, when it's okay. matured and you and they have lots of original content. Sure. And they, yeah, and they are they are going to crank that stuff yeah. out. That's could, a good point. Though once yeah. people know Disney Plus, right. love love it, live it. Their kids watch it every day, and they say, "Hey, we're making some changes." We're gonna give you this, but we're gonna blow, like totally. I, yeah. I thought you meant like six months down the no, line. No, I like, don't. I don't think they do that. But I, wanna... <laughs> I could see like once it's an established yeah. property, because I think the other problem they're gonna run into is that part of what keeps these characters top of mind is that they would put them in the vault, and every seven or so years they'd pull them back out, sure. and there'd be a whole new marketing push to remind you about, about Lion Pinocchio King. or Snow or Snow White or Lion yeah. King. But you know what? They haven't done that for a long time. They but haven't. they still, but they still re-release stuff and i guess it's working like so i have three different versions of aladdin i have what versions do you have they're just they're like they'll put them out with different diamonds oh, signature platinum. it's just yeah platinum so yeah. i have all these different versions of these movies that's even after the vault went away so like they've done a really good job of not withholding this stuff from people and because you know on the internet stuff is so readily available sure, sure. if you don't sell it guess what you're gonna go buy a used copy and right. disney doesn't make that money so yeah. they're smart enough to do that and we couldn't and, sell those a blockbuster they when we were closing right the, the ones that were considered in the vault we had to we yeah. pulled we but, didn't pull them all uh, they were in the, the few drop ceiling. The yeah. drop ceiling is where a few of those ended up. Yeah, but I mean, so you know, I'm I'm so glad they got rid of that. But the thing is, when you see all these releases, like they're is really there selling... a place for your ceiling other than the top drop. Oh, I thought you said drop top ceiling. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like it was like this. Wait. <laughs> um, so my concern with the Disney thing here's the thing that I am worried about. So you know, they're going to charge. I think probably fifteen bucks. They're going to get a ton of people there. What but, would, what do you think would be the top price? Like, what do you think would be the oh, price? You can't for... go over fifteen. Yeah, I think they're not going to pay twenty. A that's month. what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking fifteen yeah. or sixteen would be fifteen is what you're paying right now for like HBO. Yeah, and I don't think they and can Netflix go over is that. creeping. So when you're Netflix yeah. Disney, is twelve, I pay twelve because I have four K. But I think it went up to twelve ninety nine just recently. That's what I mean. Like twelve. Oh, so I'm paying thirteen. 13 yeah, right. So 4K. so yeah. when you're Disney and you have that expansive catalog, you can charge fifteen. But if you put twenty, even nineteen ninety nine on a, that's too much. Isn't that weird? How four dollars yeah like that's what it is it's and just, you're just a like, mental no, i don't yeah. like the way that looks but then you go out to dinner and buy a nine dollar glass of wine <laughs> exactly what, but i yeah it's no, just totally, it's totally. so strange oh, look at fancy pants over here <laughs> oh i don't drink wine <laughs> i don't know glass of wine but, but my I point is three buck chuck it's yeah. so weird how people I just get the four dollar tumbler <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how the mind and this is just human nature but people will condition like oh i don't want to spend this on that like i bought something for work the other day and katie you know just at, at first glance she's like oh that's kind of expensive and i'm like yeah but if we go out to dinner for 40 dollars one time or we buy a, you know a case of beer for 20 dollars, i'm like this is a work thing to further my work <laughs> right you know and it's a write-off and it's like it's only this one-time charge you know what i mean so sure, in perspective sure. it's funny how a number can jump out at people but then three tiny little things that are here <laughs> and gone can just are just like yeah that's what you do yeah that's right anyway my concern going back to my concern about this is though they're going to release their whole catalog for 15 dollars a month right i think captain marvel is going to be the first movie on there the new movie that's going to jumpstart things so as they keep coming out with new movies so every time they come out with a new blu-ray you go to the store and spend 22.99 well, if you've got fifteen ninety nine streaming service, you're right. not spending twenty on Blu-rays. So they've made fifteen and they've lost twenty. You know whatever profit I, is on that. Right. I think. I but think they're. The, gu- but they're of those people that subscribe. They're basically guaranteeing one Blu-ray purchase a month. 
Yeah, totally. I just, but they're going to start seeing those numbers go down. Right. And that is when I think they'll scramble and start changing the model because I, I think physical media is going to go the way of the collector's market. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. But, but see here, but here's the problem with physical media, with, with not having physical media, like they can take it away from you. That's true. Yeah. They they could take it away from you for any for a myriad of reasons. You mean the digital stuff or the physical stuff? The digital stuff. Sure. Like they can they like you could be like, oh, I have access to all these things, but all of a sudden, Michael Jackson was on an episode of The Simpsons, gone, and you don't have it anymore. That's right. And but I've got my DVD. I've set got my DVD. Set. Set. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I get why they made the decision they made, but I also get that when it was made that. You know, that was still kind of a rumor and conjecture and and people didn't know what to think. And and so Did that stuff start coming out when that, was stuff, that, was a, that stuff was around for a long time. I feel like it did. It was I think it there da- are a lot of checks written to. But was it yeah, dangerous? Absolutely. It's not like, oh, he just wasn't. I mean, there was a major lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. But was that post dangerous or pre dangerous? I forget oh. exactly. What was the what was the video that debuted? But it's not like, oh, he was not found guilty and everyone lived happily. Like was there was a lot of black or black white. and white. So that's dangerous. OK. And I feel like that's when it happened. Yeah. It happened right after that is because like there was the weird thing with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. And then it was. But odd. he always I mean, before that, it, before that, it was Emmanuel Lewis. Well, it's interesting. I just listened to last past Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman was another. Yeah. But, so what they what they think is, is that he I think he was getting groomed. And then for some reason, he didn't pull the trigger. He looked at those guys as equals. He uh-huh. looked at Macaulay Culkin and Corey Feldman as equals. If you look at the kids that he assaulted. Right. Weird tangent. Sorry, folks. They were all underprivileged. Yeah. So oh. when you look at Macaulay Culkin at that point, Macaulay Culkin was a superstar. A huge Corey star. Felton oh, was like a superstar. that'd be way too risky to even try. Yeah. To. Well, I think in his mind, they were on his level. Right. Uh, Emmanuel Lewis is on his level. Those kids that yeah, he, I mean, he had a hit show. Uh, yeah, at the time, you know, yeah. those it's, kids. You guys were w- not on his. I can't. Like, I, I almost watched it last night, and then we started Silicon Valley. I watched, I watched the first half of the first one, it's, and it's I, it's just I got. I got enough from that first half of the first one, right? I mean, what else do I need to? Yeah. It's really gross and I really hard to watch. Yeah. I, I I don't look forward to watching it, but yeah. I feel like I should probably watch yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I definitely plan to. It's yeah. just it's I, I just haven't. Had and it. I I didn't say like oh I stopped it and like I'm not gonna watch it. Like it was late, I was getting tired, but like to pull the trigger on starting it again now that I've seen an hour, <laughs> that's really hard to do because sure. I know. I mean. It's not a I'm good... I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at yeah, your yeah, situation. Yeah. It's like, no, it's yeah, all... I mean, it's almost like, hey, honey, let's watch Schindler's List. That sounds <laughs> it, fun. It is the... Ex- I yeah. mean, we it's... started... We, we've got an hour into it, but we stopped. Let's go back to yeah. it, I guess. And it's not a well-made documentary, meaning, like, it's edited pretty poorly. It's It's not... It's not that it's a very well-made movie. It's basically the camera pointed the on content. two people for four hours telling stories. Right. Sure. But yeah, it's hard to watch. And so anyway, I, I think I'll finish it someday, but it's just like, when am I going to, especially we just talked about being inundated with new material. Right. When am I going to choose this documentary over the new Umbrella Academy? Like, sure. you know, what I mean? It's just like, I have to make that choice. And I feel like in an hour- That I is got, a choice. I, in an hour, I got so many gross, terrible yeah. stories where it's like, okay, so three more hours of this? Like, I get it. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's real bad. But that's the problem with physical media is they can take stuff away mm-hmm. from you at any time for any reason. Right. And even if you ag- agree with the Simpsons pulling the Michael Jackson episode, and I do. You, you never know what the next controversy is going to be and if you agree with it and if it's an overreaction and all of a sudden you can't watch something. You to know? me, I feel like once the accusation is out there, you pull whatever you have. Yeah. Do whatever you have to so do. Dangerous, with the a- well, dangerous. Well, well no, wait, no, you do whatever you have to do with the accusation, either confirm it. Or deny it, 
and then once the dust has settled and either you're proven guilty then your 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 catalog is gone. That's but, it. But it's a dangerous precedent like, to have an accusation and then. But just, in this situation, you know, you're never going to be able to like that's prove it like in a court one. of law. Prove yeah. it because well, they, they they tried to. They yeah and, and lost unfortunately. Right. So and then the other question I I was thinking about last night because uh, my mind just does weird things <laughs> is um that's why you're tired. Yeah. Sleeping pill man. Right. I lay in bed at night and I think things like can Weird Al still perform fat? Nope. To me, no. Fat and fat and, and, and eat, eat it. it both oh, get God. pulled. I didn't even think about that. I yeah. feel like he has to, and I feel like he's smart enough to know that at huh. this point I can't play those songs. Yeah, and granted, and those are two those of are his biggest, biggest songs. songs. Yes, yeah. they are. Man, yeah. that is when you're parodying something, and you know that's really a tough line to walk. Yeah. Like, and I because I get both sides. If you yeah. argue either Absolutely. side, if geez, that's that's, that's a, I I don't think you can personally. Yeah, that's, that's and a, again, like Weird Al is a smart. Weird Al's a genius. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. When you hear him talk, he he is a genius. And I think he has his, as not socially, not as popular as he is now. Like, he has his his niche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like he also has his finger on the pulse to know that maybe I should not play those songs anymore. Totally. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. So, you know, and Stark Raving Dad. Yeah. My last point I want to make on this before we wrap up the box office is, you know, I'm going to the IMDb for the Simpsons episode, Stark Raving Dad, which is the one that got pulled. Right. And I know the listeners can't see this, but I'm just going to scroll down the credits list for this for Joe to look at. Yeah. All these people that worked on this episode and are proud of it. Yeah. And I mean, I totally hear you. It's just it's it's a it's a tough thing. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just pointing out. But here's you, here's my question yeah. to that. Is that a single episode? Like, do those people only work on that one episode, or did they work on the show? The no, entire they worked season? on others. I just mean that still, though. Like, they spent months of their lives on sure, this thing. Yeah, sure. He didn't write the episode. Yeah, he didn't no, draw that's all the episode. Right, right. Like he did. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there, you know. And so it's, it's a shame when, all, when all those people's hard work basically just gets. Yeah. There's over 100 history. credits yeah, on here absolutely. for this one episode. And I just, you know, it's a shame. So anyway, but we'll leave it at that. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a sad situation all around for, for everyone. I mean, most certainly the victims. But there's a lot of people that it affects. It's not just even, like, fans saying, like, oh, well, it's just an episode. Like, it goes deeper. But yeah. anyway, we'll, we'll see what goes on with that craziness. Number seven, Fighting With My Family, another $2.7 It's a 42% drop. Uh, that one has no overseas budget, so not making too much money. That's uh, for the Rocks... For an, a rock production, man, that's well. That's a rough box here's office. Here's the thing: is it's not. It is a rock production. He's barely in it. it he's not marketed as like yeah. the main guy. He tried. He did, and <laughs> I think that's the boost that you see. Yeah. So without it, it would you think just been? I think it would have been yeah. swept under the radar. It would have been straight to the WWE yeah. Network. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, isn't it romantic coming in at number eight with $2.2 million? It's a 51% drop. And I apologize for the listeners that are following along. Our box office used to have weak numbers, and I don't anymore. So I like to say, oh, it's in its fifth week. Right. I'll just have to figure it out since they re- reconfigured their website because I, I hate not having that. But isn't it romantic? $44 million. It's a 51% it's drop. It's fourth week. And it's in fourth week. Thank you, Tom. Um, I got Mr. Google over there, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That one doesn't have any uh, overseas money either. Coming in at number nine, Greta, the movie. What's that? It's in week two. Oh, well, thank you, <laughs> Tom. I appreciate it. Sorry, I'm not. I'll, I really like By it. the last movie here, I'll figure out what yeah, you're doing. I, over I give hand signals. Yeah, yeah. I really love it when it's movies in week one. <laughs> yeah. yeah like. He's not using his pointer finger, folks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, Greta is in week two. It, is, it was the movie of the week last week, so that makes sense. 
$2 million uh, is a 55% drop. That is now up to $8 million domestic, 400000 overseas. And uh, there you go. And uh, rounding out the top 10, what men want in week five. So still sticking around at least for another week. $1.4 million brings that one up to $52 million domestic, a 49% drop from last week. And uh, it has a six or seven million overseas. So it's going to finish up uh, with around 60, 65 million on a $20 million budget. So uh, not setting the world on fire, but making a few bucks. Uh, I mean, no, it's fine. So, and actually, it technically, uh, what, what did you say that mean? One point what? Uh, one point four. Oh, okay. This week, I, I have a different chart. Mine says one point two, and the only reason I say that is because I'm showing Apollo Eleven made one point four in limited release, and I thought yeah. we should oh, okay. give that something wanted, of, a, of a of an honorary did, mention. Did you hear great things about that? Yeah, I haven't seen I've it. Not. This is, I, I, this is I hear, the IMAX documentary, uh, right? I mean, yeah, and I think that now that Marvel's out, they're still going to stick around, but you won't see an IMAX. Obviously, right, right, like right. Captain Marvel takes all that, um, but I, it's still in some theaters. And if it is, I do want to see it this week. I hear it's amazing. people are saying, I'm a nerd for like that. 70s NASA stuff. Yeah. I love that stuff. So I, I. It looked interesting, but I just, like, since the moon landing's fake, I just couldn't. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, just Kubrick could, filmed it, right? I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> that first, I've never been a Kubrick fan. It just doesn't do much for me. You know? That first man, what a piece of crap. They didn't show the flag. Yeah. God, I what just was can't. the. Was it the room? Like, there was something about the Tommy room. Tommy Wiseau? No, no, no. Room? That's room. But no, there no, was some. No, that's the room. The room is Tommy Wiseau. Brie Larson's movie is, is room. room. Right, yeah. right. Poor Brie. That, that's, that's, that's a, a good tough, movie, though. That is a good it's movie. tough watch. Yeah. It's a good movie. But there, like, something has to do with, like, the room number in The Shining uh-huh. is tied to the yeah, moon landing. There's, yeah. Oh, God. Like, there's a, it's, it's a dock. Like, it's oh, room. Okay. What, what's it's like, yeah, it's the, room 47 or, or something. Yeah, room 227. And if you haven't seen it, I recommend it's crazy. Do you, uh, when you buy the Blu-ray, does it come with a folded up tinfoil hat that you it put does, on yes. to watch the movie? Yeah. No, you have to make your own, Kevin. You don't want you don't want one the man gives you, then yeah. it's not going to work. Do they get, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're messing with my tinfoil yeah, hat. Right, right. So they're not going to work. No, you got to make your own. So anyway. I do, man, conspiracy, that's, that's also kind of my, just because they're so crazy. I love uh, them. Who would have imagined? I love it. So that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, you can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Apple Podcasts where you can go there and rate, review, and subscribe uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. We should be there. If we're not, let us know and we'll fix it. Yeah. So uh, also don't forget our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Captain Marvel if she can be tackled. She's pretty tough. You mean the Green Lantern? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> and uh, we will be joined by Patreon subscriber Linnea Thunsell. So uh, that's what you have to look forward to. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, you've been warned. Tell me about this dream. Anything new? No. Go of the past. I don't remember my past. It's causing you doubt, and doubt makes you vulnerable. Control it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.